What's up, guys? Welcome back to Gen Alpha Talk. Welcome back. Today's episode will be about NFTs and the climate controversy around it. If you want to learn more, then listen carefully. Individual pieces of crypto art, non-fungible tokens, are at least partially responsible for the millions of tons of planet heating carbon dioxide emissions generated by the cryptocurrencies used to buy and sell them. Some artists, including those who have already benefited from the craze, think it's a problem that can be easily solved. Others think these proposed solutions are a pipe dream. ArtStation, an online marketplace for digital artists, cancelled its plan to launch a platform for NFTs within hours after getting a lot of backlash from people who think dealing in crypto art is environmentally unethical. Artists called NFTs an ecological nightmare pyramid scheme, and ArtStation's plan to offset emissions a scam on Twitter. Digital artist Mike Winkleman who goes by the name Beeple, is a believer in a more sustainable future for NFTs. His work, Every Day is the First 5,000 Days, was the one that got the eye-popping $69 million bid at Christie's. Moving forward, he says his artwork will be carbon neutral or negative, meaning he will be able to completely offset emissions from his NFTs by investing in renewable energy. Conservation projects or technology that sucks carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. I think you're going to see a lot of other artists do the same. People tell us diverge. But for now, there are still greenhouse gas emissions associated with his NFTs. It costs about $5,000 to offset the emissions from one of his collections, he says. The Dirty World of NFTs An NFT is a unique cryptocurrency token that can take the form of pretty much anything digital art, a GIF, or even Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey's first tweet. Uh, there have been some initial estimates of how much power an NFT uses up, and consequently how much planet heating pollution that generates. Take Space Cat, an NFT that basically a GIF of a cat in a rocket heading to the moon. Space Cat's carbon footprint is equivalent to an EU resident's electricity usage for two months according to the website CryptoArt.wtf. That website needs to let people click through the estimated greenhouse gas emissions associated with individual NFTs until creator Memo Acton took it down on March 12th. Acton, a digital artist, had analyzed 18,000 NFTs and found that the average NFT has a carbon footprint somewhat lower than space cats, but still equivalent to more than a month's worth of electricity for a person living in the EU. These numbers were shocking to some people, but then Acton saw that the website had been used to wrongly attribute an NFT marketplace's emissions to a single NFT. He took the site offline after he discovered that it had been used as a tool for abuse and harassment, according to a note posted on the site. Since the crypto art craze is pretty new, none of the data that's out there has been uh, so far has been reviewed by outside experts, and Acton admits in a blog about his methodology that the analysis was intentionally one-sided. But here's why there's probably a hell of a lot of greenhouse gas emissions tied to NFTs. They're largely bought and sold in marketplaces like Nifty Gateway and SuperRare that use the cryptocurrency Ethereum. Ethereum, like most major cryptocurrencies, is built on a system called Proof-of-Work that is incredibly energy-hungry. There's a fee associated with making a transaction on Ethereum, and ironically, that fee is called gas.
proof of work acts as a sort of security system for cryptocurrencies like Ethereum and Bitcoin since there's no third party, like a bank, that oversees transactions. To keep financial records secure, the system forces people to solve complex puzzles using energy costing machines, solving the puzzles lets users or miners add a new block of verified transactions to a decentralized ledger, called the blockchain. The miner then gets new tokens or transactions fees as a reward. The process is incredibly energy inefficient on purpose. The idea is that using up an ordinate amount of electricity and probably paying a lot for it makes it less profitable for someone to mock up the ledger. As a result, Ethereum uses about as much electricity as the entire country of Libya. Uh, so what's an NFT? If you guys don't know, you can get in a more in-depth uh, description in my previous episode. Just go Google But if you guys don't know, here's a brief description. NFTs allow you to buy and sell ownership of unique digital items and keep track of who owns them using the blockchain. NFT stands for non-fungible tokens, and it can technically contain anything digital, including drawings, animated GIFs, songs, or items in video games. NFT can either be one of a kind, like a real-life painting, or one copy of many, like trading cards. But the blockchain keeps track of who has ownership of the file. NFTs have been making headlines lately, some selling for millions of dollars with high-profile memes like Neon Cat and the deal with its sunglasses being put up for auction. There's also a lot of discussion about the massive electricity use and environmental impacts of NFTs. If you understandably still have questions, you can go back to my other episodes. Airlines and Ethereum When someone makes buys or sells an NFT using Ethereum, they're responsible for some of the emissions generated by those miners. What's still up for debate is whether NFTs are significantly increasing emissions from Ethereum or if they're just taking on responsibility for emissions that would have been generated by miners anyway. Without NFTs, miners would, miners would still be plucking away at puzzles and polluting. NFTs are still a relatively small portion of all Ethereum transactions. Figuring out the culpability of NFTs is a little like calculating your share of emissions from a commercial plane flight, according to Joseph Pallant, founder of the nonprofit blockchain for Climate Foundation. If you're on the plane, you're obviously responsible for a portion of its emissions, but if you hadn't bought the ticket, the plane probably would have taken off with other passengers and polluted the same amount anyway. Individual behavior becomes a bigger problem, though, with drives trends if enough people decide to start flying, who weren't planning to before? An airline might decide to operate more flights, which means more emissions overall. Many NFT transactions send a stronger economic signal to the miners, which may lead to increased emissions. Suzanne Kohler, a PhD fellow who researches sustainable blockchain technologies at Denmark's Alborn University. If NFTs significantly push up the value of Ethereum, miners might try to cash in by upping how many machines they use. More machines generally mean more pollution, right? And even if new machines are better at solving puzzles, making them more energy efficient, proof-of-work puzzles are designed to get progressively more difficult. Again, the system was designed to keep things inefficient. Alternatives to Ethereum there are other strategies for keeping a blockchain secure that might not be as hard on the planet. The most popular alternative to proof-of-work is a system called proof-of-stake. NBA's Top Shot, the marketplace where basketball fans can buy NBA highlights as NFTs, 
operates on the Flow blockchain, which is an example of an arguably more centralized blockchain running on the proof-of-stake model. The system still requires users to have some kind of skin in the game to dissuade bad behavior, but instead of having to pay for huge amounts of electricity to enter the game, they instead have to lock up some of their own cryptocurrency tokens in a network to prove they've got a stake in keeping the ledger accurate. If they get caught doing something anything fishy, they'll be penalized by losing those tokens that gets rid of the need for computers to solve complex puzzles, which in turn gets rid of emissions. Ethereum has said for years that it will eventually switch to proof of stake. That's what crypto art optimists are hoping for. That would essentially mean that Ethereum's electricity consumption will literally over a day or overnight drop to almost zero, says M- Michelle Roth, a research affiliate at the Cambridge Center for Alternative Finance. The problem is that people have been waiting for years for Ethereum to make the change, and some are skeptical that it ever will. First, Ethereum will have to convince everyone that proof-of-stake is the way to go, otherwise the whole system could collapse. If not everyone agrees to that change, you're going to be in the situation where the network just falls apart, says economist Alex DeVries. It can literally break into multiple chains if not everyone runs the same software. That's the downside of having to upgrade public blockchains like Ethereum. Private blockchains do exist, and some, like Flow, are completely devoted to NFT transactions, allowing them to sidestep some of the issues with cryptocurrencies like Ethereum. But those kind of blockchains move away from what cryptocurrencies were supposed to do in the first place, which has created a decentralized network where anyone can make transactions without the oversight of a single institution. There are other ways to bring down emissions from NFTs and keep a more decentralized proof-of-work network. One potential solution is to build out another layer on top of the existing blockchain. Working on the second layer can save energy because transactions happen off-chain, away from the energy-intensive proof-of-work process. For example, two people who want to trade NFTs might open up their own channel on the second layer where they can make a virtually unlimited number of transactions. Once they're done doing business, they can settle up the net result of their transactions back on the blockchain where it can be added to the verified ledger via the proof-of-work process. You're essentially bunting or netting the whole bunch of transactions into just a few that needs to take place on the inefficient blockchain, which ultimately saves energy. The Bitcoin Lightning Network, uh, sorry, Lightning Network launched in 2018 is an early example of a second layer. Then this is the most straightforward solution to the emissions problem of NFTs, clean energy. If more cryptocurrencies machine run on clean energy, emissions go down. This is starting to happen, but there's still not a clear picture of how much cryptocurrencies are mined using renewables. For Bitcoin, in particular, for which there's the most research, the estimates are very widely, from 35 to 80%. Some experts, like DeVries, have argued that relying on renewable energies isn't a perfect solution for proof-of-work cryptocurrencies either. If mining for tokens continues to be extremely energy-intensive, it will continue to put pressure on electricity grids and eat up renewable energy that could otherwise go toward something arguably more urgent, like heating or lighting homes. Leaner, greener NFTs? While people try to hash out the kinks in all of these proposed solutions, the climate crisis grows more dire every day. Against the very real backdrop of climate-related disasters, there will still be people who refuse to participate at all in the system they think is inherently harmful and environmentally destructive. On the now-defunct page of CryptoArt.wtf, a note points reader to GitHub pages and it says that guide people through carbon footprint calculations and current thinking on the topic. 
Crypto art is a tiny part of global innovations, the note reads. Our actions in this space is a reflection of the mindset that we need in our efforts for larger scale systemic change. All of the potentially uh, fixes of to the climate pollution problem of NFTs are in the work to varying degrees, but they haven't been widely adopted yet. Still, a lot of artists and even some environmentalists are optimistic about crypto art. I think in the next year, year and a half, the emissions will be a non-issue, says Blockchain for Climate Foundation's patent. Ultimately, artists are the ones pushing the most for change. If marketplaces with NFTs don't start to meet their demands, artists could start mining their NFTs or marketplaces using cleaner cryptocurrencies. There's already an artist-led effort to raise money to reward people who can figure out new ways to make crypto art more sustainable. Anyone who wants to support those artists by buying their work can migrate along with them to less polluting platforms, or maybe just buy a physical copy of their work. It's the end of my episode, and I hope you guys had a great listen. If you did, hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Now you know a little more about NFT and their environmental problems, or something like that, along those lines. If you did, hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Then I'll totally say thank you, hit the like, subscribe, and share button, and goodbye.